right, welcome back. It's an SYP pod with your favorite creators, question mark. Uh, Ian McNaughton here. Please be joined by SYP creator Scotty K. Scotty, where do you think you rank on the list of SYP creators? Well, again, there's, you know, there's the best and then there's a the favorite. I think those are two different categories. Again, oh. I would say we, we, do, we do the most work. Yes. Um, I think we do the most work, but that doesn't, that doesn't make us the favorite creator. I think some of our guests have been amazing and dare we call them creators, but I think we've got some, some creators up there. So that's a, that's a, maybe a SYP poll question or a, we'll have when to I, see. When I start posting more content again, I'll make that a poll. It's like, which creators do you like the most? And then all of a sudden people are just going to vote for Corey. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's yeah. fair enough. Hey, he got us the SYP open, um, the ability to do the SYP open last year. So we'll have to uh, better thank him for that one, but maybe we can run it back this year. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. I'm not not saying no, not saying yes. Might be pushed back a little bit later than yeah. usual. Yeah, than usual, yeah. We can make it work. Um, last year was, I mean, maybe that's why we got to do the open was because it was pissing rain. And there was yeah. no one else there. Yeah, it helped a bit helped a bit yeah that was a, a lot of bit rainy for my liking but yeah that's a that's a, that's definitely a, a, a definitely would have been rain delayed if it was a pga tour there definitely would have been somebody with sirens or, yep. or air horns um, oh, yeah. blowing that down yep. um scott you're here not to talk about the syp open although we might be doing that again you're here to talk about the nhl playoffs because yeah. as we record this it is uh, it was Sunday, May 1st, um, 2022, surprisingly, we made it that far. And we are a day away from the NHL playoffs starting once again. Uh, we have each, we have eight series that we're going to go, I think we'll go through each of them individually. Do you yep. want to power rank? I think we should power rank the series first. I think, I think it's a good call. Or maybe, yeah, I think we should do that. I but, guess we- so what we're going to do, I'm deciding on the fly right now. What we're going to okay. do, we're going to power rank each series from eight to one. Yep. And we'll go through each series individually when we power rank them. Sure. Um, I, 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 I think there's, oh, we could, you know, going by a tier system, I think there's like three or, I think there's like three great series Five, like five total good series and like yeah some of them are like okay i i agree with that yeah i i i think the numbers might be a bit different on my end but so far just kind of looking at it right now um yeah there's about five well maybe four that i'm like okay i'm gonna definitely sit down and watch one of the, at least one of these games because it'll be an absolute war so and one of them might surprise you actually believe it or not Okay, so what do we think is the worst first round match? My vote would be Calgary Dallas. That's the worst first round matchup. I think it's Calgary Dallas might be the worst first, okay. first round matchup. Um, I'm going to go, just to be different, I'm going to go Florida Washington. Oh, no, I didn't know that. No, that, that's your. You think that's a good one? I think that's actually a good one. Really interesting. Okay, okay so, so we'll, do, we'll do it your way. Maybe that's what we should have done is like draft first round series. Yeah, okay, let's do that. All right, let's draft. So, okay, so let's start with this then. Which one is your favorite series? Which is the best series? Number one series. That I, oh. I'll let you have the first pick. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, first overall pick goes to Western Conference Central Division two versus three Minnesota versus St. Louis. Okay. It's so the num- so- is yeah the number one overall series. All right. So let's general. go through. Let's go through that one. Um, yeah. I just learned that Minnesota is a top five team in the NHL in terms of uh, I believe wins. Wins or points? Wins. Well, both probably, but... The, the Minnesota Wild, a team I have thought not so little, but a team I have not thought that much of to begin with. Um, right. Like, I think they have a really good star in Kirill Kaprizov. Um, I think yeah. they have a pretty good decor. Marc-Andre Fleury is... You would think the you know presumptuous number one starter. There's argument there, but yeah, I would I would go there. I you traded for him. You kind of have to roll a flurry. You kind of have to go there. And with cup experience, he's got a few Stanley Cup victories. Mm-hmm. Three. Not that he was a big part in all three of them, but he you know has three cups to his name. So you gotta go with him. I think it's you have to. So their opponent, the St. Louis Blues, a team who I've been singing their praises because, you know, the Blues, I'm singing their Yeah, sing, you've been singing the Blues. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, okay. Um, that, that one landed. That was good. Don't worry. All right. Thank you. Um, St. Louis is a team I really like. They have playoff experience. I don't know what the actual, like, I think most of that team from that 2019 Cup team is still on the, like, you know, you, you, you have uh, the goaltenders. Yep. I guess not, maybe not. You have Bangton, not Huso. Yep. Um, Ryan O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Kairou, Robert Thomas. And Kairou wasn't quite playing yet. He was close. He was, he was, getting, still he, he was getting some healthy scratches, I believe, wasn't he? He was getting some fourth yeah. line. But Robert Thomas was a big part of that team throughout the cup run. Um, they just, yeah, and again. Colton like Draco. Reiko is really good. Um, some of their defense core is gone. It's just kind of shifted a bit. Like Petrangelo, Bomeister, and um, oh, what was the other guy I had in mind? Uh, those are the two big names that came to mind that are not there anymore. Um, oh, Shen. Shen. Braden Shen, Shen forward, but he's still around. Mm. Um, so their forward court, as you, as you mentioned, is still intact from 2019. It's more... More of their defense core has kind of just shifted and changed a bit. Like instead of Petrangelo, it's now here's Tori Krug. Or yeah, Tori Krug. Or Justin Falk. Um two very good players in their own right. Um this has the feeling of a seven game heavy bruising series between Oh, this is gonna be a war. Yeah, it's gonna be absolute war. And whoever well. We'll get it. We'll get to that series later. But whoever comes out of this is going to have a real hard time dealing with who they play against in the second round, just because they're going to be, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Let's be real. Probably, and you know, I think these are both two coaches who don't mind beating the shit out of one another. Um, they'll do whatever. It t- both of these teams have like we'll do whatever it takes to win type vibes. Like you know what you know when like. Like you hear in wrestling about how when it's like, oh, this guy will do whatever it takes to win, and then he just throws a chair on somebody, or right. or, or like you know, that happens every wrestling match, though, doesn't it? Sure, but it's the like, oh, this guy isn't a you know, he, this guy is willing to do anything it takes to win. Like that's what I get the, 
maybe more the blues. I, I think I've compared the blues to more of a, uh, you know, a heel team, like a, a villain type. Um, people, I think, like Minnesota. Is that the, do people like Minnesota? In this series or just in general? I think in general, I think people like the blue or like the wild more than they like the blues. I disagree with that. I like the blues more personally, but okay. I think the general consensus is the wild are a more likable team because outside of Caprizov, there, there's not really any like star powered talent. You kind of have to root for a team that is like underdogs, right? So you kind of got to appreciate that. And, and I respect what the wild do. I just think I like the blues more personally. And they're better built for the playoffs. Um, That's I, I like the Blues in this series. Um, the Blues are a team I would definitely put money on to make a cup run as a dark horse. As a dark horse, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think they have basically what it takes you know, for a playoff team to do well. Um, you know... I don't know how to say it, but basically they have three really good lines, arguably four. If you really want to go deep, I think three, three good forward lines, um, really tough demon. You know, if you're not dealing with, if you're not dealing with Falk or Krug, you're dealing with Colton Pareko. Yeah. Pareko and Scandella. It's pretty. Pareko and Scandella. That's also not fun. That's no. Uh, and I love, I love Pareko's game. He's just, and he's such a playoff player. I think he just – you see the guy, he's just running people over with a smile on his face. You just got to love it. Yeah, I like I think you mentioned, I like the Blues in seven games. It's going to be an absolute war, and it, it really this, – this is why I picked this series first because it really could go either way. And it, it's going to – it'll be a war, but I think the Blues will end up taking it in seven games. Minnesota wins this series by having better goaltending – and Kaprizov doesn't get shut down. Yeah. He's the he's the engine of that team. Again, that Kaprizov Hart, I think it's Kaprizov Hartman and Zuccarello, that line. They're they're nice. And Erickson X a really good defensive center down kind of for in their depth. Um, they're really the Wild are a solid team, and I'm not gonna discredit them what they're gonna do and because I have them losing this series, but man. I just can't, I can't go against the blues who have cup experience, who have been, you know, been on some deeper runs in the last four or five years with a core that's pretty well intact and some young guys coming up. Um, watch out for Kairou. Cause I think he's kind of slept on by a lot of people. I think he's going to go nuts in the playoffs. I like it. Uh, blues in seven. Blues seven. seven. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who's, who's your pick? So for second, next series, next series. I think the second best series. I actually think this is maybe the best series, but I'm happy okay. to get this series at the second pick is Tampa Bay and Toronto. I was going to pick them next. Yeah. That's and, uh, and I know we, we talk about how we talk about Toronto all the time. I think that's the biggest first round storyline. Is it the least, is it the least can get over uh, the first round if they can advance and they got to beat the back-to-back champs. And you, have, and you have to be the best team in the last two years to do so. Yeah. This is, this is arguably the best Leafs team of my lifetime that I've ever seen. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are they ever. And the fact that they have to go up against Tampa in the first round, it's kind of hilarious. 
it, it is Tampa Bay. Don't get me wrong. It is Tampa Bay, but this is not the same Tampa Bay from the last two years. This is a different team from the last couple of years, in my opinion. There's still there's still this Tampa Bay Lightning. They're still Stanley Cup champion. You can't sleep on the Lightning, but the like again, you said it. The Leafs. This is probably the best Leafs team since I was born, if not, yeah, yeah probably even back to like '93, like '92, '93 when they had some good runs. Um, yeah, it's dude. I don't. You're right. This is a great. This could almost be the number one series. Uh, probably should be to be honest, but um, yeah, this is a this is a nut series, and I don't know where it's gonna go. I I, really don't. I I don't. Again, it's a cliche. The X factor in this series for me is goaltending. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. you have probably the best goalie in the NHL, Vasilevsky. Oh, yeah. Well, and, just over like a five ten year span, agree definitely. Who, who, what, what goalie are you building your team around right now? Who's that goalie? Probably Igor, Igor Shesterkin, but that's okay. All right, fine. We'll chat about. Hey, we'll chat about him later. We'll, we'll, chat, about him. we'll yeah. chat about him in a bit. But no, Vaz is up there. He's going to be up there for sure. That is up there, and the fact that you have to go up against Vazzy if you're the Leafs, and your own goalie is Jack Campbell who's been okay now recently he's been better he's been better he's had he, he's he's had you know streaks i i just i don't i don't like that that's what really turned me off from the maple leafs as, as cool as i think it would be to see them advance and win the series yeah they just i i it's the goaltending and yeah. i think that and i think that's not even like the worst thing in the world is that if you lose let's say you lose to tampa in five but you get goalied in three of the four games or three or four of the five games yeah you're going up against andre vasilevsky like what are you supposed to do yeah it's it's gonna be hard and you you're absolutely right again you could say you could argue this for every playoff series goaltending is really the x factor but again in this series because of how strong tampa's goaltending is and because of how questionable is that the right word the Toronto goaltending situation has been um a lot of reliance is going to go on well Toronto and their, their ability to score we know Tampa Bay can do it it's a matter of can the Leafs can Matthews continue to produce like he has in the regular season Argu- arguable heart trophy candidate right there. Well, well, that, well that's what I think it is like I think you make a really good point about like both of these team forward groups really good there's no questioning the forward groups both of these teams' defenses even are pretty yeah. good. Like when yeah. healthy, I think that both team defenses are really solid, really strong. Yeah. You get to the goaltending, it's like Vassy versus Campbell. Bit of a mismatch. But again, Jack Campbell, again, you mentioned he's been a little bit questionable. But again, when he's on, he's no slouch. Mm-hmm. He's because again, I think early season he was getting some Vesna love for a bit because he had I think he had like a 925 ish save percentage with a 2.10 goals against average something along those lines it was very good like up there with Shesterkin and Vasilevsky and some of these other goalies that have been good um yeah we'll have to see what happens I think the biggest thing I saw the x factor is going to be the Leaf secondary scoring and the ability for a guy like Tavares to perform like he could and should and Nylander, if he can keep 
you know, doing what he's doing. And because um, we know Matthews and Martin are going to score, barring the collapse. You would think they didn't score last think, year, but, but you know, maybe this would is the think, year. Maybe this is the year that Matthews actually goes nuts and starts to, you know, puts in a goal a game in the playoffs kind of thing. That'd be pretty good. Who yeah. And, and I mean, the other Tampa Bay, as much as we credit them for being a skill team, they're not going to let Austin Matthews have his way. No, God, no. Like, they're, like, like no, those, those dudes are going to get shoved, yeah. almost abused in the corners, yeah. in front of the net. Those dudes are going to take a beating for the first. Yeah. That, that fourth, I got to say, that fourth line's pretty mean. That uh, Belmar, Pat Maroon, Corey Perry line, it's a, kind of a nice fourth line. A bunch of veterans, but it, oh, again, you could argue this too. The Leafs kind of have the same thing, right? Um, they have a similar type of build of line, if you will, with Simmons and Spezza and I think Kyle, uh, Kyle Clifford. Is it Clifford? Yeah, I think Clifford's gonna, probably going to play there a couple games in this series. But um, yeah, very interesting matchup. Uh, and I'm with you. It's probably the number one series because it's really hard to pick. I don't Call, know. Colin Blackwell, maybe is he going to be an unsung hero for the yeah, Leafs too? Yeah, I think. Well, again, I mean, we talk about every playoffs, but third and fourth lines are so critical to your success. And yeah. the Leafs and the Lightning, for that matter, both have very good third lines, um, third and fourth lines. So, yeah, I, man, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Leafs in seven, but I'm not that confident in my answer to be honest i'll say lightning in six. Oh, interesting okay i the long i think the longer you keep tampa bay in this series the less likely toronto wins because i think if you're if you keep tampa around and you keep the lightning you know in this series you yep. give them a reason to play they're gonna make you pay for it. You're gonna... Yeah, yeah. With their experience and how they are in closing games, I don't think they like. I mean, well, last two years, every elimination game they've won basically. But he, like, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Leafs. I'm gonna say Leafs in seven, but I'm not confident. Uh, it's gonna take a hell of a performance from Matthews Martyr to knock the champs off their pedestal. So I think another interesting point that should be mentioned. The Leafs have home ice in this series. Yes. Oh, 100%. That'll be huge. That's the first time, I think, since 04 that they've had home ice. I think so. Well, last year, yeah. that, last year they had home ice, but like. Well, that's like re- different. Re- real home ice. Real home ice. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, it, this, it kind of feels like for myself as well. This is like, it's like betting Tom Brady. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go against them unless I see otherwise. Right. And that's what I see with the lightning. Like I'm not gonna go against the lightning until I see a reason not to. Yeah. Interesting. So. There you go. Well, I say I say Leafs in seven. You got lightning in six. Yeah. There we go. It's a good series, though. I like that. That that well, one of us is either gonna look really right and really stupid, or the other one's gonna look really right or really stupid. Okay, Scott, yes. what is the third best first round series? Oh, third best. I don't know. I think I might have to go back into the Western Conference. Um, this is the one that might surprise you. I'm going to say 
Colorado Nashville. Okay. Is again this based on a purely outside look just looking at it once you're like scott you're joking like there's no way this is a good series but hold on if it was if it was colorado dallas it'd be very different they would probably be one of the last series and then another series would be in this place but colorado nashville is my pick and here's why let me let me tell you why um, can i can i just can i just say uh great. uc sorrows i don't think it's going to play any first round action oh he's not I think he's I think he's injured. I don't think he's gonna be in the first round. Oh, I did not know that. That must have that must have just been recently. I think it was like within like the last few days. Okay, then I'm gonna change my vote on that. Um I, I here's the thing. I was with you, like Colorado Nashville is, would have been a top four series for me if UC Saros was playing. One hundred percent. I um, I, I, to, I totally see where you're going with that logic. Yeah. Anyways, so um I'm gonna stay. I'll still stay with that pick, and so we can talk about it. Um, yeah, is a high ankle sprain out to out four to six weeks, so he will be he'll be gone. Um, in in his place, uh, potentially a big save, Dave Riddick. Riddick, yeah, or former Canucks Blazer Connor Ingram. And just Nashville pumps out so many good goalies and defensemen. It's unbelievable. Um, and that's kind of where, where I'm going with this whole this whole bit is that the Dallas Stars would have been destroyed by the Avalanche in f- four games. That's what it would have been. Uh, this, the Avalanche are unbelievable, and the Stars are, well, not that good. However, Nashville is a little bit different. Although they're a wildcard team, and they're the, actually the second wildcard seed in the conference, they, for whatever reason, they just seem to be able to – pump out like i mentioned good defensemen good goaltending and they're pretty well coached and they're hard to score on as seen in the last couple years and again having uc soros is a great goalie dave riddick's a great backup as well um so hopefully he does enough maybe like a anton hudobin type of uh Ooh. type of deal who knows um but again it's it's going to be tough with the avalanche as good as they are and they don't really need introduction you know, yeah. If I was selling this series, um, I'd say you have the two bet the, the two uh, Norris candidates. Yep, Yossi Makar. Yossi Makar. Um, you have you, you have. I mean, Colorado has a plethora of offensive talent, but you know, Nate McKinnon versus Philip Forsberg. Sure. And, you know, bounce back years for uh, your boy, Matt Duchesne and, uh, and Ryan Johansson. Yeah, huge, especially, yeah, definitely big bounce back years. And there were, I mean, there was talk last year about one of them, one of those guys going to the Kraken. They managed to keep both somehow. Uh, and it's really paid off because, again, Duchesne's kind of, I think he had, Duchesne was what, 40 goals or close to, no, 35. I think he had 80 points. Like, I think he was almost a point-per-game player this year. Pretty close to point-per-game. Um, and again, that, you know, Duchesne, I think it was Duchesne, Granlin, and Forsberg was their top line. So good. Such a good line. And again, the Predators, like we mentioned, so good defensively. Yossi was, had 96 points as a defenseman, which is ridiculous. Insane. That's, Insane. That's, like, in our lifetime, that hasn't been done. I think the last person that did it was Phil Housley. 
maybe in the 90s. I think that's about right. Paul Coffey, yeah. maybe. Paul Coffey might have Paul Coffey in the early to late 90s, yeah. But again, just he's just so, such a dynamic force. And yeah. Yo, so Yossi, 96 points this year. Matt Duchesne, 86 points. Philip Forsberg, 84 points. Third, third highest scorer on Nashville this year. Mikhail Granlin, 64 points. Ryan, Ryan Johansson, 63 points. Tanner Janot. Rookie. Tanner Janot, the rookie, the name to know. Uh, he had 41 points this year. With the um, I don't think Nashville's going to win. I think it would be really cool if they did. I don't think they are. This kind of reminds me of like Colorado St. Louis last year where like Colorado and Colorado and St. Louis was closer than what, yep. you know, if you watch the games, it was a pretty close series. It's just the blues were, you know, could keep up with Colorado for 40 minutes. They couldn't keep up with Colorado for 60 minutes. For 60 minutes. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I see this series. Like I think Nashville will be good for like 30, 40 minutes against Colorado. They won't be good for 60 yeah. minutes. No, I, I agree with that. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because now Soros, there's no Soros in that. Because he would have been a huge, huge factor. Because I think he could have stolen two games, maybe. Or he, he has the means to steal at least two. And again, if the Preds can get some inkling of scoring, they might have had a better chance. It would have maybe gone to six games. But it's going to be Colorado in five just because of the goaltending situation and how dominant the Avalanche are. Especially on their back end, their defense, oh, it's un- like just it blows my mind how good they are. And when a you know physical bruising Josh Manson is your arguably sixth defenseman, and Bowen Byram's not on your top pair, like it's yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, I was watching them play St. Louis the other night. It's like yeah, here's Eric Johnson and Josh Manson. Yep. Have fun. Have fun with those two, and then and oh, on on, oh, on your th- on your third on your third D pair. Yeah, have fun with it, and then you've got well, and then after you roll those guys out for only about fifteen minutes a night, you're gonna see McCarr and Taves for about 27, 28 minutes. Yeah, night in the playoffs. Like, good luck. Have fun with that, idiots. Um... <laughs> the biggest question mark for the Avalanche, though, go like through. Is it? Is it? It's is Kemper. Yeah. And again, I think it'll be fine in the first round, but when they get a team, when they get to the second, third, fourth round, when they get a Calgary Flames, when they get a Oilers, possibly, when they get... Possibly St. Louis in the second round, if they may maybe have to base that offensive juggernaut, juggernaut, but like nine players deep St. Louis forward group. Yeah. It's, it's going to be... Yeah. Who knows? And again, I think O'Reilly is one of the few centers in the league that can actually properly shut down McCann. Yeah. No, I, I think yeah. he's one of them. I would put Kachuri up there and even like Philip Denol, like two or even Kopitar, the guys in LA. And that's, yeah. we'll talk about those guys later, but um, yeah, the Avalanche are going to win five. Um, it's just more of a question is, will they get past the third round into the, or past the second round for that matter and into the final? Who knows? I'll take Colorado in four. Um, I'd like to see Nashville win a game. I think it'd be cool. I think Nashville is, um, 
deserving to win a game for how they've done for how they've done it. Like Nashville season, I don't think deserves to be ended by getting swept by Colorado. But I think that's just kind of what what's gonna happen yeah. here. Yeah. Unfortunately, Unfortunately with, with everything that's happened. And um, can I say before we move on to the next series, that yeah. Nashville Calgary game, I Ooh. really that was game of the year right there. Bruce, like that was a playoff game. That was a playoff game right there. That honestly, that would have been that not gonna lie, would have been my first pick for playoff series had they that been an actual series. That would have been my first pick straight up. Like that would have been unbelievable how good that would have been. So it yeah. Oh well. Oh well. well, What could have been? Um my number four pick. Uh I think the fourth best series in the first round. You were kind of critical of it earlier, but I'm going to say it's Florida, Washington. Okay. I, I want to hear why you think this. I have some good reasons why it won't be, but I, th- so my, I think my first, the first reason Florida, I think is the ultimate bandwagon team. Oh, 100%. I think Florida is like, it has everything you want in a bandwagon team. So I think casuals or people who are on the fence or people who don't want to root for the stars and, you know, stars fans who don't want to root for Dallas, they could just go root for Florida. Um, And why wouldn't you? They have everything. Florida literally has everything in terms. Yeah. Like, no, they do. Skilled forwards, check. Depth forwards, check. Awesome D. Like, I don't know if Ekblad, what the deal is with him. Ekblad's going to be back. Okay. You'll be back. Defense. Anyways, defense. They 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 traded up first for Ben Sherrod. They have defense. But my 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 thing with Florida is that they are the ultimate bandwagon team. People can get behind them. Uh, there's a lot to like. They score more than anybody. Um, like I think they averaged like five and a half, like five and a half expected goals per game this year. That sounds right. I think they and, and that and that's just Florida. That's not like total yeah. team. That's Florida who's expected to score five and a half goals a game. It's ridiculous. So that's that's kind of why I, I like Florida and Washington. It's Alex Ovechkin. It's this is it, how many goals they scored per game. 4. Yeah. 1. Yeah. They're it's scoring. Certain. They're scoring over four goals a game in today's NHL. With to be fair. Scoring is way up just across the league, but still. It's, it's, it's still an impressive number. And, you know, they have Alex Barco, Jonathan Huberto. Mason Marchman is another name that, like, people have been sleeping on this year. Claude Giroux. They went out and got, and got Claude Giroux. Yeah. Oh, and let's not forget, they have uh, Barkov 2.0, Anton Lundell Anton on their third Lundell. line. Who, who on their third line of rookie who, who again who would like if it wasn't such a stacked calder you know race this year he Antoine, would probably, he Antoine, could win it he could win it but in most years Antoine Lindell would probably win the calder if it wasn't so loaded this year agreed um so that's what I like about Florida Washington the goaltending stinks the the, yeah. the 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 capitals really just exist to get ob over the all-time goals record and that's it they i don't like they're not like 
yeah that's that, that's that's the big like they got Ovi his cup they they would love a cup they probably you know they would love it but i think at the same time it would be more impressive like for them they want Ovi to break the record more than anything yeah, else i agree this i will say this is the panthers series to lose um and that's kind of why i didn't love this series as a whole um you can't hard again i love ovechkin it's hard to sleep on Ovi. Um, he's going to prop him and the Capitals will probably get a game or two out of the Panthers, but the Panthers will pretty handle this series pretty well. I think it'll be Panthers in six. Um, and it, the game, some of the games won't be close. Well, that's be- what, and, and that's what I'm kind of interested to see from an entertainment perspective. Washington definitely has the, like, if things don't go well for them, if they get blown out, they're going to start fights with Florida. Like they're gonna t- if you can't beat them, beat them up. Beat them up, yeah. That's the yeah. vibe I get from Washington, yeah. and I think we'll see like two of those games at the end of it just go to absolute hell because players are are brawling. My my one question mark and kind of one concern with the Panthers is their I don't want to say toughness because Noel Noel Achari is a pretty tough customer, and they got some guys like Uyghur. I would not want to fight Mackenzie Uyghur, um, and a couple other guys too, but just overall like you look at a guy like Wilson you look at Nick Dowd you look at Garnet Hathaway on the Capitals like some of these big bruises that are going to cause fits on the forecheck for against Ekblad if he's you know he's, he'll be back probably for game one or two um Ekblad Gustav Forsling very underrated defenseman but a little bit of a smaller guy so picture 6-3 Tom Wilson taking a run at Forsling and you might not get up so to your point if, if it gets out of hand quick, who knows? But, um, and again, let's not forget the freight train that Ovi is running over. Well, Ovi's going to lay out somebody in this series. I don't know who it well, is. He's going to lay out yeah, Every series. Again, I just have this this vision, well, a couple of them. Like the one time he hit Yager in the Olympics, like that was now 12 years ago. Or even like... Well, I was going to say when he fought Spetschnikov. That was a good one too, yeah. That was a good fight. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think... Florida is probably going to win this in five. Yeah. I think I think Washington probably wins a game at home. Um, Florida is the better team, like you say, they should win. It's going to Florida. I think will score a bunch of goals. Washington will get a game. They'll beat up Florida. They'll try to a couple times, and it'll be an entertaining first round matchup. Yeah, fair enough. And, Florida and yeah, they'll, they'll win. And Florida should win. Um, Unfortunately, Ovechkin's goals that he scores in a playoff don't count to the regular season goals. So, like, but neither did Gretzky's, so it's okay. Neither did Gretzky's. Um, yeah. How far is Ovi off now? Because now that the season's over, I'm gonna I'm gonna search that up here. Well, he got to 50 goals this year, which is unbelievable. If he does, if I think if he does it again and plays two or three more seasons after, then he'll get close, if not at it. I think you might be right here. So, so apparently, uh, Ovi had 780. He's just at 780. Yep. Risky has 894. How is 801? 801, yeah. So he's got 21 goals to get to Howe's number. So he should beat that next year, you would think. You would think so. Oh, yeah. And then he's got a, he, he's got 114 to Gretzky. Yeah, and again, if that's, he, that's not impossible. 
No, that's doable. Because again, if you, let's say, for example, he goes 50 goals next year, 40 goals the year after, 30 goals the year after, that's, he'll be there easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so we'll that, see. That's the fourth best series in my, for my money is Florida, Washington. Florida, um, Washington. I like it. I like it. Scott, you, you're on the board yeah. here with the fifth best series. We're, we're getting into the bottom half now. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'm going to go Rangers Penguins is my next Ooh. best series here. Yeah. Um, and again, had the Nashville Calgary series been uh, a thing, the whole, this whole bracket would have been thrown in a blender, but um, just because, because of how things are Rangers Penguins moves up a bit for me. And I do, I do like this series and it's not one I'm going to really watch all that off, all that much because there's other better series on and around, but man, when you got the Penguins, Crosby, Malkin, Latang there, and you're going against an upstart and I'm, we're talking upstart New York Rangers team. Um, oh, who knows? You know, I, I do like the Rangers in the series. I will say, I think they're going to come out on top, but we'll see. Doesn't this feel like the Rangers series to lose? It kind of does. It actually, it actually does. You're right. No, it really does. Like the Rangers have the best goalie. Yep. They, they, they have better defensemen than Pittsburgh. I feel like if yep. the Rangers, oh, yeah. if nope. the Rangers, right. if the Rangers are healthy. If you go one, like one to one, compare their top guy to Pittsburgh, like, and you can work your way down the list. Every Rangers top guy is better. Yeah. And don't we kind of want the Rangers to do well more than the Penguins? Mm, yes and no. Again, I don't think the Penguins are going to go to the Cup this year. I don't think there's a chance. It'd be really cool to see Crosby win a fourth. Well, that's just, that's just kind of what I'm saying. I think, like, that's kind of a repetitive storyline that I think people are kind of done with. Is not Not done with, but, like, We've seen Crosby and Malkin yeah. win their cups. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. And there's there's definitely a lot of truth to that. And I think the Rangers being as upstart as they are and kind of a changing in the guard, if you will, I don't think they have anyone left from their um, the year they went to the 2014 Cup. Maybe Kreider. Kreider, I think, is the only guy. I think he's the only guy left from that, from those cups. And runs. he was still offsides then. Yeah, well, I mean, he, was, he wasn't offside this year at 50 goals, so um, shout out to Kreider. But 50, uh, 50 and 22, he had 50 goals in the year 2022. It's insane. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to – we'll see that trending on Twitter here soon. Um, yeah. But, no, I think the Rangers are going to win the series. It's, they got an unbelievable top six, in my opinion. I really like their top six. And now that Lafreniere has kind of done what he's supposed to do more so, um, it just makes that – top six even more scary and yeah dude i panarin is so sick did panarin, did panarin have like the quietest like did he have 100 points this year uh that might be the but that might be the quietest um like 100 points if he panarin got 96 still pretty damn close he yeah. had 74 74 assists 22 goals you know who, who I'm seeing on the scoring list? Who I'm like actually like who who I've heard is getting is making some noise is Andrew Cop. 
who like it, for it's, the Rangers, yeah. Like he he's a guy who got traded from Winnipeg to the Rangers, and yep. I think if I remember correctly, it was like a pretty fair deal for like both sides. And like they got an extra like Winnipeg got a draft pick for him, and Cop is just gonna be like Cop definitely is like a playoff guy. Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Like he like he's a guy who's like yeah, if we're gonna go on a run, you go get Andrew Cop. And the Rangers have kind of been building like their roster like that since going back to last year. Like okay, they got, like, looking at it, I think. Well, I mean, first of all, Cop and Panarin have unbelievable chemistry to start, right? Yeah. I think that's what's been huge. And again, I think they have Strom in the middle of the three. I think you're right. Yeah, that's that's been their pseudo second line. That's their second line, Panarin. And their first line, I'm pretty sure, is Zibanejad, Kreider, and Lafreniere, I believe, is their first line. And just so good to show you how good their forward group is in New York. It's, it's, it is ridiculous. It actually is. Um, well, I, like the Rangers who have been building kind of this playoff roster, shall we say, with um, Ryan Reeves. Yep. Barkley Goodrow. Oh, yeah. Mab Cobb. Yep. Tyler Moss, as well, I mentioned. Tyler Boss, hot. Yeah. You know, Mott Girl Summer taking place yeah. in New York. I don't know if he's going to play that much in the playoffs, but he's still a de- really good depth piece in case someone gets injured, right? So he's a guy you want on your on your. He's a guy you want playing for you in the playoffs instead of having to go against. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Pittsburgh. I I I don't know. They're goaltending me. I don't think Jari's going to play the first two games. Um, their defense, yeah, pretty mediocre. I would say. This, this is really um, how do I how do I describe this? This is this is an important time for Pittsburgh, considering Malkin and Latang have contracts up after this year. They're both UFAs, yeah. Both Going UFAs. Into- yep. I think no, that's I-, I think that I think that's more of a priority. I mean. I don't know if you win the cup and you just say, yeah, you guys go do whatever you want. You guys won your cup with us, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You gave us four cups. You can get go get as much money as you want. You, yeah, you can go do yeah. your own thing. Um, if they don't win the cup this year, I'm curious to see how that goes. Uh, yeah, they're kind of like the Winnipeg. I don't want to say they're like the Winnipeg Jets because the Jets didn't make the playoffs. They're like a better Jets. They're a better Winnipeg. Arguably, yeah. And it's going to be because, again, they are going to kind of have to overhaul their roster a bit. They're, I would say, I think Pittsburgh's arguably got one of the worst prospect pools in the NHL. Mm-hmm. There's argument to be made there. Um, and, again, a lot of that's because they've gone on some great runs. They just have been, you know, waiting, you know, not maybe not waiting, but giving up first and, you know, draft pick, draft capital to go on the cup runs, which were successful. So kind of just works that way. And, now that you, as you mentioned, Malcolm, the time UFA is and Crosby is starting to wind down a bit. Um, yeah. You, you said it best, like who knows what's going to happen, but you're right. I, it is the Rangers series to lose and they're going to, the Rangers win in six games and it's too bad. Jerry's not back for more. Cause I think it might be a seven game series if he's there healthy. I but, got range. I got Rangers in five. I think the Rangers, I think they have home ice. They win it at Madison Square Garden. They do. Yeah, um, they do. You know, 
the Rangers are kind of ahead of schedule. The yes and no are ahead of schedule um, from where they thought they would be. But, you know, yes. they, they should win. This is a series they should win. They are, better, they are better than the Pittsburgh Penguins. Agreed. Yep. And I, I think they'll win it in, in five. Yep. Uh, the sixth best series, yes. which is, I think, better than the sixth best series, I think it's Carolina-Boston. Mm, okay. And I know Freddie Anderson – Freddie Anderson is not, I think, going to play in the first round, or at least he's going to miss the first couple of games. I don't know if Antiranta is completely healthy either. either. So that's an interesting um, situation, Bruin and Raleigh. Yeah, but, no kidding. But this, this, these two teams have playoff history. Yep. These two teams – uh, are really good. Carolina, yeah. Car- Carolina is, is so good. Boston Dude. is really good, and Boston's a playoff team. And this might be arguably my favorite coaching matchup in the entire first round. Interesting. Cassidy versus Brindamore. Yeah, that's that's actually a very good, very good uh, coaching matchup there. I'll, I'll give you that. And I, I mean, I know that's a, a little bit tough when you have to go to when you resort to the coaching matchup. But a nerd like myself, I like a good coaching matchup. Um, do you? Hey, fun fact. I don't know if I sent you this or if I even saved it. According to Money Puck, yep. one forward group. Yeah, here it is. Here, one forward group this season had. An expecting goals percentage. So that's when you're on, like, when you're on the ice together, you expect to, you know, score goals this amount of time, like percent of the time, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. One line averaged over seventy percent expected goals percentage. Okay. Do you know what that line is? I assume it's in this series. Uh, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Bergeron, Marshawn, Debrusque. It is. It is. Yeah. There you go. That's- Interesting. And the the third best line in hockey this year, Aho Svechnikov, or Marshan Bergeron Pasternak. Oh, really? They That's they had an, they had an expected goals percentage of sixty four point four percent. The Brusque Bergeron Marshan had seventy point nine percent expected goals. That's absurd. Went on That's the ice. Very, That's very high. Um, Carolina's best line was Fast, Stahl, and Niederreiter with 61.6% expected goals. And that's like their third line. Wow. Expected goals percentage. Um, this one has upset potential, I think, with Boston over Carolina. Okay. Because, because of the – it's the Bruins in the playoffs. It's the, yeah. Boston, it's the yeah. Boston Bruins in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. Um, I, I, I think if Car- – like. I don't want to put the label of Carolina as being a regular season team, but Boston's definitely a playoff team. They're definitely a playoff team. Yeah, that's that's very true. It's a good point. Um, I don't think there's going to be an upset at all. I think the Hurricanes are such a wagon, and there's too much of a wagon for the Bruins to handle, playoffs or not. Hurricanes in five is my pick. Um, <clears throat> they're – like, I think at, at the start of the year, I talked about the Hurricanes – going on a cup run, getting 
to or close to the cup. And I, I'm going to stick with it. I think they're going to win. Again, I could look like an idiot for this one, or I could look like the smartest guy in the room, but I think they're going to beat the Bruins. I think they're going to beat the Rangers. And then it's going to be a toss up, you know, pick them kind of series against the Panthers or whoever gets there between the other Atlantic, the other Atlantic teams. Yeah. And then take your chances and it's like a funnel at that point you never know and with Brenda Moore as the coach I think they're a very well coached team and they have the talent to back it up assuming Frederick Anderson gets back for some part of the first round and the rest of the playoffs they're going to be tough to beat and the Bruins aren't going to do it so maybe for one game but not for the series I I, I figured you would be on the uh, Boston bandwagon a little bit with Hampus Lindholm like a little bit, yeah. The Bruins, I'm not going to lie, the Bruins are a good team, and they have some very good, solid scoring, secondary and primary scoring. Um, a good defense core. Lindholm really shores up that decor. Holy, are they nice. Um, I just, again, there's no Rask, no Tim Thomas. Linus Allmark is good. He's a, he's a solid middle-tier goalie, but he's not. I think the Hurricanes are going to light him up. You, you know, know, you know who's going to be the MVP of this series? Who is that? Jeremy Swayman. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like seventy five percent convinced myself that Jeremy Swayman is it's, going to be the guy for the Bruins. In this also series. a rookie, by the way. Also a rookie. He's played pretty well for most of the year. Yeah, true. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I like I like the Bruins. I like Boston. I'm gonna say the Bruins upset the Hurricanes in six games. Wow. I huh. I, I and I, I don't know that dude. That's that's a hot take. I I'm, say. I'm willing. Here's the thing. I'm willing to look past second line Eric Halla for the Bruins goaltending. <laughs> that that I think is better than Carolina's goaltending. I, 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 if, if, depending on who's there and who's healthy for Carolina. Man, I don't I know. Think, I think, I think the Bruins do it. I think I the Bruins Assuming Anderson's back, like he's a Vesna candidate this year, arguably. I don't think he's going to win it, but he's up there. Dude, that's, oh, like, I, 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 I respect I, the heat on that take, but like, man. I think, I think a healthy, I think a healthy Olmark or Swayman. I don't think there's plenty of chance, but that's just me. Um, wow. Okay. I, six. I'm going to say the Bruins at six. You say Carolina and five? Carolina and five, yep. Carolina has home ice advantage. Just throwing that out there. Just, yep. yeah. Um, that's going to be a really fun series. So that was, I think that was my pick. That was the sixth best series yep. I think I had. I get the next one. So, so seven and eight is a good thing. I, I, I had these two series finishing seventh and eighth. In my yeah. Opinion. And again, I'll, I'll go back to this. Had Nashville been playing Calgary, this, this whole pick would have been in a blender. But yeah. just because of it, um, I'm going to go Edmonton, Los Angeles as my seventh pick. And I mean, I could really go either way here, but let's, I think we're really, in all honesty, we're really looking forward to that second round matchup between Dallas Calgary. and LA. Yeah, between Dallas <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, what, a great, what a great series that'll be. Um 
No, well, uh, it'll be fun to watch Dallas and LA on the golf course in a couple of weeks. But um, no, Edmonton LA is going to be my pick for this series, and it's like again, the Oilers going to win the series. They're going to win. They should win it in five at least, if not four. Um, when when you have Drew Doughty injured, you're arguably your best defenseman, your best shutdown defenseman, if you will. You it's going to be hard. It's hard to stop McDavid alone, but now you've got dry saddle coming one and two. And with how the Oilers have transformed that team into a hopeful first round winner, hopeful, um, they should beat. they should beat the Kings in five games. They it, should, was, it was already going to be hard enough for LA as it was with Downey and yeah. now without him. Yeah. And as good as Kopitar and Danol are, I just don't think the Kings have enough scoring to combat what the Oilers are able to do on a given night. So I think, and, well, I, well, I think, I think unfortunately for the Kings, if they're going to win this series, they have to play a boring style of hockey. And I don't yeah. think that I don't think they're used to, and I don't think they want to play. No, I agree. And again, Jonathan Quick's been very good. And if he goes 2012, John Quick, all bets are off. If he steals four games, he steals four games. The Oilers lose the first round again. But it's kind of it's kind of like rooting for you know like 2012 2011 Mike Smith right like if you know exactly he, yeah exactly you just don't know I just I think Quick's a great goalie and he's had a wild resurgence this year but he's no there's there's nothing he can do with McDavid and Drysdale ripping pucks by your head left and right so Oilers win this in five it's gonna be fun to watch the second round series between the Oilers and insert team name here but um we know yeah. that team we know that team name well you'll talk about them later i'll let you talk about them so i have no idea i i, I think the oilers are going to win this series but i genuinely yeah. have no idea the series just like reeks of chaos <laughs> like this series just reeks of like between the goaltending the defense yeah you would think yeah. like you would think, you would with, think so, yeah. You would think with well, Connor with Connor and Leon, hopefully they score like eight goals between the two of them and just get yeah. the series over with. Yeah, true. And it, it, it might only take eight goals to beat the Kings in every it might. game one. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly might. You're not wrong. Um I think Edmonton wins in five. I have no idea. I genuinely have no clue. I just think it's just absolute chaos. The Kings will probably lose, and I think they should if they keep wearing those goddamn silver helmets. Yeah. It's a good take, actually. Um, those might be... Uh, I don't know what's worse, the Vegas helmets or those helmets, but... I think both, the Vegas ones are worse. I just both, think they're both it's garbage. so... Un- it's, well, no, the Kings ones are better. They're better, but they're not much better. They're not good. I don't think either one of them are good. No, I agree. Okay, yeah, fair. They're, yeah, true. They're both not good. Both not good. Um, and I still am on the, the bandwagon that the Oilers need to be wearing like the old blue jerseys instead of this trying to push this orange bullshit or like mm-hmm. that dark blue. Yeah. Uh, or like that the newer, you know, blue jersey with like the orange Oilers. Logo. Yeah, it's like a darker navy. And it's like yeah. A, like the, the, instead of like the blacked out, it's like the blue out kind of thing. Yeah, not. I think you just need to go back to the old school blue. I don't mind what they have now, but I think if they went back to their old like 1980s type of blue look, I think that would look really good. I think it would look I'm better, and I think I think I think it would I think it would look better, and I think that they would have a better chance of winning the cup if they went back to what 
Gretzky and everybody was wearing back then. Uh, you said you said you said Oilers in five. Oilers in five. Yeah. Do we have any concerns for Mike Smith? Nope. Not after finishing the season as hard as he did, and I think he's a playoff goalie. I think he really is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think it should be a rule in the playoffs where you just get rid of the trapezoid, but you keep it for the regular season, but we get rid of it for the playoffs. I think Mike Smith should be allowed to play the puck wherever he wants. <laughs> wherever he wants, yeah. Same like, with Jonathan Quick. I know Quick is, if I remember Quick, I haven't seen Quick as much, but Quick, I think, likes to play the puck quite a bit, too. Uh, a little bit. Not as much as other goalies in the league. But not yeah. as much as Mike Smith, I'll tell you that much. No, that's, yeah, that's true. Um, so I guess there's one last first-round series that we can talk about. There is, yes. And that is uh, Nashville North, Calgary, uh, taking on Dallas. Um, yep. I saw Dallas, like, on my birthday That's in November. Right. Yeah, right. I cannot believe that that team that I saw that gave up six goals to a Travis Green coach Canuck squad made the playoffs. Incredible. Yeah, it was close. It was uh, close for a bit. They were losing some big games down the stretch. I will say they tried to give it to Vegas. They tried to get Vegas they, in there. They tried and they even gave Vancouver a bit of an opening, but here we are. I think I would rather see Vegas and Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver and Calgary is obviously like a better matchup geographically than Calgary Dallas is. But yeah. I think just in terms of intrigue, I would rather see Vegas or Vancouver in the playoffs. I don't know if I go so far as to say I'd rather see Winnipeg, but I think I would rather oh. see Vegas and Win Vegas and Vegas Vancouver or Vancouver. In, yeah, I, I agree. Um, so the Dallas Stars. Do you know who their leading point scorer was this year? Jason. Oh, Joe Pavelski. I didn't Joe know Pavelski. It's Pavelski. Yeah. Do you know that he had 81 points this year? Do you know that Pavelski was like that short of like a point per game? So he's 37 years old. He had his career high in points and it was point per game. It's pretty good. On this Dallas Stars team. With, yeah, yeah, okay. This, this is, and this is kind of what we're getting at is that you're relying on a 37 year old, great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's your leading scorer. And you've got Robertson, Hint, Sagan, Ben, Heiskanen. You got all these guys and a fucking 37 year old as your leading scorer. It's a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. Can you believe that this team made the Stanley Cup finals two years ago? Oh, it's, I believe it. They got a hell of a goaltending performance and the hell of a resurgence of Heiskanen plus a solid decor helped a bit. And hey, can't sleep on Corey Perry, dude. Come on. No. Um, <laughs> Ian's sick of me talking about my dogs. Can I just here's 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 Dallas. Here's how Dallas wins this series. Bring it. How do they win? They don't, but how do they win? They don't, they aren't, they're not going to. But here's no. how they do it if they possibly do. <laughs> um, they have no fucking chance at winning at all. But here's how they could beat the flames. Sure. <laughs> sure. Let's let's yeah, let's hear it. I think it's 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 cliche, but stay out of the box. Don't give Calgary any extra opportunities that you don't have. Their top line is already so fucking good for Calgary. You don't need to give them an extra reason to be good. You don't Basically, need to... our play when they're whenever they're on the ice. Yeah, was because what's yeah? Goudreau was what plus sixty four. He had like fucking fifty five on five assists this year. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um. 
the Dallas Stars had the fewest penalty minutes per game this season. Oh, so there is a at, chance they could stay out of the box. At 6.8, which is just not quite that nice, but almost nice. Almost at nice, six, yeah. At 6.8. And that's almost two and a half fewer penalty minutes per game than Calgary in the regular okay. season. Okay. Okay. They also had the third fewest opponent penalty minutes per game. Their opponents averaged 7.3 penalty minutes. So they don't take penalties. They also don't really they also don't really draw penalties either. But I will say with the stars, they're not like uh explosively quick team or like a hard to handle physically they're just kind of like you know they're a solid team i'm not gonna you know shit on the dallas stars here but to your point there's no like an example would be like a guy like dry saddle who gets dragged like who drags people across the ice and takes you know probably gets like a hooking call a game same with mcdavid you could argue that he gets like a a holding call or some sort of like um imp- like an impedance infraction infraction kind of thing um but yeah, you're you're right. The Stars, like they are a clean team, and, and they play a clean brand of hockey. Uh, they just, again, against a Flames team like this, that's so deep. Four, like I would say, four lines deep, three three deep pairs that are all solid, and a arguably Vesna caliber goalie. Like they're not going to win the series, but staying on the box might win them a game. Might. Um. Who's Dallas is shut down? Is that Suter and Heiskanen, I guess, is their shutdown pair for that Calgary uh, top Yeah, line? Heiskanen, Hawkenpaw, maybe. Heiskanen is going to eat, like, 30 minutes a game. He might have to. Yeah. He might have to if they want to have a chance. Because he, he's, I mean, he's such a game-breaker, and he doesn't get enough credit or enough loyalty and love that McCarr, Yossi do – um, just or even like a guy like Quinn Hughes, just because he doesn't put up enough points, yeah. he doesn't put up the same amount of points that but these that, guys do. But, but, that, but that's his Dallas team. They don't like they play so conservatively. They're yeah, such a defensive. That's... They're such a defensive team, which I guess that could help them in this series. It's just by like, yeah, trapping the Flames to oblivion. But again, here's the thing: is that the Flames do the exact same thing. Daryl Sutter coach literally, literally. So it's gonna be a. I was, dare I say, a trap meet, but it's going to be kind of a boring series, not going to lie. And the Flames are going to win probably in four games because they're just that much better of a team. They're better coached, better goalie, more experienced goalie. Like, yeah, it's it's really hard for me to say that this this Dallas Stars team has a chance because they don't. They don't really. And when you have a top line that all has 40 goals each, each, they each have 40 goals plus. And high skin is great defenseman. Don't get me wrong, but there's going to be points where he can't just can't, he can't all do it himself. So. Yeah. Your, uh, your boy, Yanni Hockenpah might make a, a few appearances uh, in this. This definitely seems like a series yeah. for him. Yeah. He'll have to eat much, a lot of minutes too. And again, the stars aren't, hugely physical defensively and they're going to get eaten alive by this Calgary forecheck and these big physical forwards. Like, I mean, Rope, Rope Hint is going to like be fucking sick of Milan Lucic by the time they start game three oh, and they, and they get back and they get back to Dallas. Like, Oh, fuck, oh not God. this guy, not this guy again. Yeah. And again, in a, in a saddle room barn, that's like 
this this team's got some expectations to them. I think yeah. in in Calgary, Calgary's had some really good um like home crowds this year, and for good reason because they have a good team. Um, they're gonna go ballistic. Well, and they probably you know changed restrictions sooner than they should have, so that's why they've had some better crowds too. Uh, you can shout, already, already shout, also. shout out our, our Albertan listeners, uh, our our Albertan friends of the pod. Yep, um, we're with you. I think I think we're bandwagoning for Calgary more than Edmonton. No, I'm well. I'm kind of both. I oh, I just all I want to see I want to see a second round playoff series between okay, the two. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm rooting for. I don't really care who wins that series, and again, that means that we get a Canadian team in the third round at least, because we know the Leafs probably aren't getting past second round. So, yeah, what's our so Canadian rank? There's only three play, Canadian playoff teams, and it's uh, Toronto, Calgary, uh, Calgary, Toronto, Edmonton. I would say that's probably the ranking. Yeah, best our best odds to win the cup is probably Calgary, Toronto, Edmonton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. There you go. That does preview in the first round. Uh, who's your cup pick? Whoa, dude, I don't know. You notice how? Uh, did you see did today? You, people, sorry. Did you see today? People are like, because now in today's world we have to do the NHL bracket challenge because March Madness just wasn't enough, and people are posting their brackets, and it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. Like every everyone's picking the Avalanche, or like everyone's picking the Panthers, or one of the, one of the like top fourteen. But the, but the, but the, well, then it's like people are like, "Ooh, I'm I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be an outsider and go with the Flames," as if the Flames <laughs> aren't like fucking one of the best. I don't know teams. if the Flames are an outsider pick. No, I don't um, think they are. They're like one of the two best teams in the Western Conference of being like, "Ooh, I'm feeling yeah. you know spicy. I'm gonna go with the That's Flames." Spicy today, yeah. No, the Flames are Flames are a solid pick. I'm gonna give you a, a my actual Stanley Cup pick, and I'm also gonna give you a dark horse pick. Okay, um, go for it. So the wow, oh my gosh, the Carolina Hurricanes will win in six games, and they will beat the Calgary Flames. You really caught yourself there, wow. Yeah, I was gonna say Colorado, but I decided against it. Um, and my dark horse pick is actually the Edmonton Oilers. And here's why. Oh, boo, boo. No, no, no. We'll, we'll talk about. I'm gonna give you a reason why the Oilers could beat the Flames. They could beat the Avalanche in lieu of this, and then they'll beat whoever they play in the East. Um, Battle of Alberta, Calgary, Edmonton. You just never know. You really never know who's gonna win the series. Um, and somehow magically the Oilers will win in seven games. Anyways, I'm not gonna get into that because that's just gonna. That's literally a pick'em series. I don't care who you are, like. If Mike Smith can be at least half decent, it's a pick series. Anyways, um, the reason why they couldn't beat Colorado is that they have better center depth, better overall forward depth, arguably. And they're one of the few teams in the Western Conference that can skate with the Avalanche because the Avs aren't all that physical of a team. Right. Uh, did I play you and Shell at some point earlier this year with like Colorado and Edmonton? No, that wasn't me. I thought not you. Who was I playing with? Who I was getting absolutely just abused. Maybe it was Rav. I think maybe it was Rav I was playing with, and I was the Oilers. Right. He was the Avs, and I right. just could not compete. Could not compete. 
but is that a testament to how good Ravisher is or how good the Avalanche is? I think it's two things, and two things can be true at the same time. I think it's a testament to how not great the Oilers are and how bad I am at Shell. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Who's your pick? Who, who are you picking? I have Hurricanes in six games over the Flames, but we'll see. I am going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> no way. Not to battle, to battle the St. Louis Blues. Oh, really? Oh, man. I think I, that, I think, I think. I love, first of all, I love it. That's a great pick. Doesn't wow. that feel like a finals matchup, too? Oh, that's a that would be a, I would love to watch that'd be a great Stanley Cup final. Because here's the thing, this is kind of my feelings towards the NHL. Sure. There's so much goddamn parody. Yeah. And last year it was supposed to be um, who was I getting that? We were supposed to get Colorado Tampa or Colorado Vegas last year, right? Yeah. Or, or Tampa, Tampa Vegas or Tampa Colorado. Instead, yep. you know what we all got instead? Montreal Tampa. The Montreal fucking Canadians. We got That's... two Eastern Conference teams in the same Stanley Cup final. Two teams in the same division, for that matter. In the sure. Same division, for that matter. Sure. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Tampa Bay deserved to be there. They have great team. Really, really talented. Yep. Yep. It's so fucking NHL to have Montreal make the finals last year because they and montreal was like the 18th best team in the nhl last year that's right yep they were and then the year before tampa bay played dallas yeah and you remember what i was saying during that stanley cup run for the stars they're gonna win it next year no i said they were shit I said the stars were shit. You did say that. That is true. They, yeah, you were not. They are. They were. They were not the best team in the Western Conference. In oh God, not a, not a chance. They weren't. And even even going back to like 2019, you know what? Fuck, fuck all that. When was the last time we had like two teams that were like the very best teams in the final? Boston, Chicago, Washington, Vegas. I think. Okay, but that was Vegas. That was Vegas, like at yeah, an expansion. Yeah, kind of a fluky year. Um, when well, do we have when do we have two deserved teams in the finals that wasn't a fluke? Los Angeles, New York, twenty fourteen. I think was the last legit final. Okay. In although the Kings were the better team, yes, the Rangers deserved to be there. They they did they took down some giants in that playoff run. So my point is. Rarely ever in the NHL do we ever get the best teams playing each other in the finals. Not often, no. And some might say, well, Tampa Bay and St. Louis are really good. Sure. They're not the best teams in the NHL. No, no, they aren't. And I, you know what? We both could look like idiots. I wouldn't be shocked if even like LA or Dallas went on like a Cinderella run. And got always like the conference finals because that's just how the NHL works. Yeah, I think you said it earlier though. I think the the more likely 
Cinderella run teams aren't going to come out of the West. They're going to come out of the East. And one of them is going to be Boston, if there's any chance. That was another team who I think like looks could, could be really good. Yeah. So I, I just have no clue. Um, but I'm going to, I'll say Tampa Bay uh, yeah. plays the Blues, and I, I'll say the Blues win in seven games. I like it. And the Blues will wait a second. The, I think the Blues will have home ice, so they'll win it on home ice. I'm sure. Pretty, I'm pretty sure they do. Um, oh, is, no. He, Tampa Bay has by one point, has home ice by one point. Perfect. So, because here, here's, a, here's a, let's go through the teams who we think can win the cup this year. Sure. Florida, yes. Yes. Definitely. Tampa, Tampa, yes. Yes. Toronto, yes. Yes, there. If there's any year the Leafs can do it, it's probably this year. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a fair point. Um, I say Boston, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. As a dark as a dark horse team, yes, they're not likely to win it, but they're no. But I could see the Bruins getting hot right now. And you would make a lot. You would make a lot of money if they want to go. Yeah. Um, Carolina, yes. Oh, 100 percent for my pick, but yeah. Rangers and Pittsburgh. It's just they're both a stretch. I don't. I don't think either of them gets past the Hurricanes. But if any team will do it, it's the Rangers. Sure. I. I don't think either one of those teams are going to win the Cup this year. No. Washington, no. No. Uh, Colorado can win the Cup this year. Oh, yeah. Calgary can win the Cup this year. Yep. I don't think Edmonton can win the Cup this year. I do. There's there's a reason to believe that they can. I don't think they're going to either. But there is a chance. Kind of like Boston. There's a chance. I don't think so. Okay. St. Louis, Minnesota. St. Louis, if anybody. Yeah. But yeah, but Minnesota, no. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. I I think I think Minnesota is an interesting team because I think Minnesota could also be a team that's like we got to win it for we got to win it for Flurry. Yeah. We got to win it for Mark. Yeah. We'll see. And at Dallas and LA, I don't think they're going to win the Cup this year. No, neither but, will Nashville. I don't think Nashville's gonna. Well, Nashville will get past the first round. But so what? That's six teams, seven teams that we think out of the sixteen that could win the cup this year. Yeah, six like, like six legit possible winners. About about half of the contending, about half of the teams where we think there's some percentage of them. Yeah, winning a cup. Exactly. Um, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year, NHL playoffs. It really is. It starts tomorrow. And, it, and well, and, and the nice part is like the first round is always the best round. Oh well, yeah, agreed. Yeah. And because by the time they get to the finals, everybody's just so exhausted and just so done with hockey almost. It's like, yeah, no, we don't need that. Hmm. I don't know about that. I think it's not like a final, it's always like the finals, yes. But I think like the, I, I I what I'm trying to say is that everybody's injured, everybody's sore. The quality of play is not as good. Oh um, yeah, for sure. And, and I and I, I think they, everybody wants to win the cup, but I think at the same time, like I think Weber and Price maybe last year were like, yeah, this hockey thing, this might be my last yeah. kick at the can. I think I think I I think we might be done after this. This this is maybe the last opportunity. Yep. Um, Scott, final thoughts, final words. Final uh, hot takes predictions that you might have for for the playoffs. Oof. Uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hit us with a hot uh, upset hot take. Ooh. Um, and oof. 
Troy, Troy Stetcher leading Kings playoff score. Yeah, right. Imagine he might have like four points in four games. <laughs> um, wow. Boy, toy, Troy. Boy, toy, Troy. Yeah, there you go. Um, my hot take is going to be the Leafs are going to beat both Florida teams, both, both Tampa Bay and Florida, and then they're going to lose to the Hurricanes. So kind of hot take. They're going to they're gonna win. They're going to get to the conference finals. Yeah, that's my hot take. They're going to get – they won't just get past one round. They'll get past two. And then mm-hmm. lose to Carolina in seven games. That's my hot take. I think that's a good take, actually. Because, like, the nice thing about Leafs takes is that if you say them yep. and, and, and they're wrong – you don't lose anything. You just, yeah, you know, whatever. Just, you were you were just wrong. Like you were just, just wrong. But if you say a, a Leafs take and you're and you hit it and you actually get it right, yeah, you look like a, a, a you look like a genius. True. Yeah, because the Leafs tend to uh, flounder in some situations like that we have coming up. But yeah, there. When you think of playoff teams, you don't think of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not yet. That that might change this year. That might change this year, so we'll see. Um, do I have a hot take? I kind of said mine with Tampa Bay, St. Louis in the finals. Yeah, you did. And you know also what? The- you know what? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say it's uh Calgary, St. Louis in the West. I'm gonna in actually the in the third round in in the, in the Western wow. Finals. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp my biggie certified hot take yeah. stamp on that yeah, we gotta get you one of those we actually do have to get you like a like a stamp yeah it just says big e hot take what about what about like those um those like grill mark things or whatever that you see them um i don't i'm not country uh so i don't know what it's actually called but like you see, like like jackass do it as like a challenge where like it's like a hot iron that they just stick oh on their- you're, you're getting branded like branded yeah. that's what I that's what I need yeah I don't know if you want that that's uh, a little too much yeah that's a little too much but a stamp would be good because at least a stamp can come off a, a brand just kind of hurts well I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it to myself like I would do it to you know like a piece of a block of wood or something like that oh I see okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. There's potential. Um, yeah, I'll do. I'll do Calgary, St. Louis in the West, and then uh, Tampa, Carolina in the East Conference Final. That'd be a hell of a conference. Actually, final. no, I said Boston. Sorry, excuse me. Um, can I do Tampa, Boston? Is that legal? Mm, yes, technically, yes, it is because Boston is in the Metro bracket and the Capitals are in the Atlantic. Uh, bracket so yes this is this is just like march madness in that none of the teams are in their proper brackets well just the walker teams but yeah like that's that's like saying uh dallas is technically in the pacific bracket this year technically toronto isn't in the isn't by the atlantic <laughs> true but neither is there, is, neither is buffalo no but again, I mean, that's take, that's that's hey, true you can take a boat hey this is the thing you can technically take a boat from toronto all the way to Tampa and to uh, Sunrise. So technically, it's can you take a boat all the way down? Like, I guess it's a, a St. Lawrence. Yeah, St. Lawrence. Yeah. Or it's Lake Ontario becomes and then it becomes St. Lawrence. Oh, you're thinking about going out that way. I thought you were thinking like in the interior. 
Like there's a not really no. You'd have you'd have to portage a bit to the Mississippi, but that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, it'd be tough. I think it's mm, you have to portage a bit, but it is doable. You could also make the argument that Edmonton and Calgary aren't really Pacific. No, that's true because they're not in the Pacific Time Zone either. No, and they're not near a fucking ocean. They're near an ocean of oil. That if that counts. Boom! Got them. Boom, got him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's us getting political on the podcast. It's talking about, you know, geography and why teams aren't where they should be. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we why don't we just go back to just naming divisions after like players or significant NHL figures? Yeah, hey, that would well that makes what it really we- hard. For, but again, it makes it really hard for people to figure out where the fuck each each division is. Cause again, I think wasn't it was like either the smite no, yeah, the Patrick division was like Toronto, I think Toronto and LA were in the same conference. But that was also the fact that Toronto was in the Western Conference for like two months yeah, of its that's, existence. That's a, that's a problem in its own right. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, where like if you have like, I mean, I know Gretzky played for the Rangers, but if you had the Pacific Division renamed the Gretzky Division, mm, I see, because he played for a lot of the. He played for Edmonton and LA. Yeah, fair, that's fair enough. You, you call the central the um, trying to think of like notable players who played for like when you basically somebody has to like do the math of like players who have played for like the most teams in said division, right? And then name that division after said player. Like I remember, I think I did a, an experiment like not this start of this season, but last season where. I said we needed to rename the, the divisions after former players. And I think right. I came out to like a Ty Conklin division because Ty Conklin played for like Chicago, Detroit, and Pittsburgh or something like ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All so, right, so uh, here from, actually, I'll go back a little bit further. So I'll go back to 19, 1990 when okay. the Oilers won their last cup. Um, okay, so in... Oh, interesting. It changes a bit. Okay, so in the Norris Division, which is what I would consider like the new Central Division, yes. it's a Chicago, Chicago, St. Louis, Toronto, Minnesota, North Stars, and Detroit Red Wings. The OG Minnesota. The OG Minnesota, exactly. And then the Smythe Division, which is the always famous uh, Calgary-Edmonton Wars, basically all through the 80s and 90s. That was the Old Pacific. That's the old, yeah, Pacific. So Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Los Angeles, and Vancouver. <clears throat> and then we've got the the Adams Division, which is the, like, dare I say, like, the Northeast Division. Uh, Boston, Buffalo, Montreal, Hartford, and Quebec. And then we've I got... Think I think, that, that, see, like, that's, like, nostalgia, Ian, being, like, hell yeah, even though I never saw Hartford or Quebec play. Right. That's like, that has like, you know, 90s, you know, Budweiser, Crystal Pepsi vibes, that division. <laughs> that's funny. And then we've got our Patrick division. So that's like the met, the new Metro kind of thing. Uh, Rangers, Devils, Capitals, Islanders, Penguins, and Flyers. Yeah. So like, why don't we, 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 we give Goretzky a division. Um, I think, uh, whatever the Atlantic is now, you can just give that to, mm. I'd say either the Iserman division or the, Ooh, 
The Alfredson. We call it the Alfredson because no, he played... you, you can't give it to a player from Ottawa. You can't do that's that. fair. That's fair. No, you can't do that. Maybe we'll call it the the like the uh, Le Cavalier or the Saint Louis division. The Saint Louis division, actually. That and then like and then within like Americans are like, why is it the Saint Louis division and Saint Louis isn't in it? It's like no, you you don't get it. You don't understand. It's the Saint Louis division, and it's just like no. Yeah, that'd be great. And, then, and that way, uh, Montreal head coach Martin Saint Louis can play in his own division. It's great. Do you know what's what's hilarious about that is the fact that Montreal like hired uh like he was literally like coaching Peewee before he was co- like his son's Peewee or whatever. So the Habs literally hired a Peewee coach to coach yeah, the Habs. Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, I think with and I think with like the, the new metro, you call that the Yager division. Because I'm pretty sure Yager played for like almost every me- like notable I think metro. Y- Yager played for yeah every team except for like Columbus, Hurricane. Columbus and New Jersey. No, he played for did he play for New Jersey? He played for New Jersey. Yeah, the only teams didn't play for Columbus, the Hurricanes, and I think the Islanders are the only teams he didn't play for. Yeah, so you so you call the Metro the Yager, you you you, you call the Atlantic the Saint Louis, um, yep. you call the Pacific the Gretzky, and you call yep. the Central the um. That's a that's a tougher one. Um. But I would say you call you you call that the Mark Andre Fleury division because <laughs> he's played oh. for Chicago and Minnesota. <laughs> or or you go um, Marion Hosa. You call it the Marion Hosa division uh, since he played. He technically was on Chicago would, and Arizona. I would actually more go towards the Paul Korea division because I play, think Korea. He played for at least four, three of these teams. So he played for St. Louis. Dallas and Nashville. Dallas and Nashville. I'm he, pretty he, sure he, he played for the Avalanche. He didn't play for Winnipeg either, did he? No, no, he didn't. You're thinking of uh, the other Ducks legend, Salami. That is he true. Played for, yeah. Um, um, yeah, the Central is a bit of a tougher one because some of these teams don't really have a long history. So it's hard. Like, again, the Stars have only been, well, the Stars basically, well, most of these teams. Uh, the Jets, Nashville, Minnesota, and Dallas, and even Colorado have all been formed 1990 or later, technically. So you can almost call it the SAC division, but that would only be for the Avalanche. So, well, I mean, the thing that you can't name it after, like, because he's the GM, right? You can't name it after the yeah. current Avs. Well, but we're doing that with Saint, we're doing it with St. Louis. We're doing that with. I guess, yeah, that's fair. So we we could no. Let's. I think the Korea division is better because he co- it covers more teams at least. You know what? That's fair. I think we'll leave it at that for now. We'll call it the Gret- Gretzky is the Pacific, the Korea is the Central, yeah. uh, the Saint Louis yeah. the Atlantic, and then the Yager is the Metro. If you just hear us start randomly referring to those divisions as those names from now on, we're just don't don't be surprised. Um, yeah, this, this it's our, uh, it's our passive aggressive protest to the NHL to change the division teams. So yeah, yeah. So like next week, if we pod, it's like so in the Gretzky, uh, the Kings playing the Oilers, um, <laughs> and then people are just like, "What the fuck's the Gretzky?" It's like, well, go listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Scott, this has been fun. Uh, I'm not sure what my schedule is for the next uh, little bit here, but yeah, highly, highly variable. I think is the best way to explain it. That's probably going to be the, 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 that was the other uh, title I had for my book was like, 
um, you know, not great, but it'll do or something like that, that we talked about that. <laughs> Put that on my tombstone. Um, not, not great, but he did the job. Um, no, your tombstone's going to read no days off. <laughs> Even <laughs> we, all of our grad quote, that would be hilarious if like your grad quote had to be whatever's on put on your tombstone. Oh God, and, no. And I would have used my grad quote if, if that was the case. Well, there's got to be somebody out there with like, you know, fuck bitches get money on their tombstone. That would be hilarious. I don't think you're allowed to swear in your, uh, <laughs> in your grad, your grad quote. I don't think you can. Didn't quite- somebody, but then somebody posted like a meme of like, like the periodic table and like that's what it came out to (laughs) that would be funny i don't know if that's a thing but (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna act like it's a thing uh scott and i will be back we'll be doing some playoff stuff we might be doing draft lottery stuff too depending on what our sketch is basically things are up in the air right now um we will provide further details as they come whenever that is uh until then thank you very much scott for taking the time to do this. Thank you everybody for watching. We'll be back soon. Peace out.